Hello there and welcome to Bringing Out Their Best, the podcast for teachers of dance, drama and music. My name is Sarah Marshall from Performing Arts PD. Each week I will bring you a snippet of research or an interview with another performing arts educator to energise and inspire you for your working week. I'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the Aora Nation on which I live and work. I pay my respects to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander elders past and present. We hear a lot about the benefits of peer assessment, but how often have you seen it build up some students and deplete others? As humans, we are biologically pre-programmed to cling to negative feedback, So can peer assessment work to build self-efficacy for all students in performing arts spaces? We all know that reflective practice of our performance is a valuable learning tool, so surely looking at others developing expertise could be helpful in developing our own. So can peer assessment be carried out in a way that is constructive and not damaging for developing performance? As it turns out, A group of researchers set out to explore this very topic and found some surprising results. Participants were 163 drama students with a mean age of 14 years. There were 81 males and 82 females and all participants were taught by the same teacher. They were divided into six classes, three for the experimental group and three for the control group. All classes were then subdivided into teams of five or six students who remained together for the entire study, which took seven weeks. In week one, all students were given several themes of Chinese folk stories, such as the origin of Chinese Valentine's Day. The proposed activity for each team was to research the background and meaning for their chosen story develop a four to six minute script, and then perform the script. Students were given a wide scope and encouraged to include dance, music, or characterization within their performances. At the same time, students were educated about the use of the rubric, which would be the basis of assessment marking. They were shown examples for each evaluation dimension and told of the benefits of peer assessment learning. The control group in weeks two to six practiced and presented their performances, recording themselves as they went and uploading them so they could be reviewed by the teacher and other students could browse and compare performances with their own. In the final week, the teacher evaluated their performances and provided their commentary. Meanwhile, the experimental group in week two practiced and modified their scripts, then performed them to the class in week three. This performance was videoed and uploaded to a web-based browsing system by the teacher. In weeks four and five, all students were asked to review the performances of all the other teams in their class and write commentary using the rubric. All commentary was anonymous. Teams were then given access to comments and the opportunity to revise and practice their script in week six. In week seven, All teams across both the control group and the experimental group performed their pieces to a panel of three experienced drama teachers 
who marked using the same assessment rubric. So what did they find out? Interestingly, the students' peer assessments correlated significantly with that of the final grading panel. Yay! So the students understood what the marking criteria was and knew what they were aiming for. The initial assumption was that the teams in the experimental group would perform better than the teams in the control group, but sadly this was not the case. What was interesting, however, was in pre- and post-psych testing questionnaires about student engagement, the experimental group showed increased intrinsic motivation, improvement in their self-reflective abilities, increased self-efficacy, and higher satisfaction with the task. So whilst this did not transfer to significantly improved performance over the seven-week period, a cohort with a higher intrinsic motivation, improved self-reflection and increased self-efficacy, I would suggest, are sure to improve faster in the longer term. Increased cohort engagement would also make them much more fun to teach. So how would you go about incorporating structured peer assessment in your learning spaces? Do you do it already? Does this study shed any light on how your practices could be of even greater benefit to your students? As a final note, Performing Arts PD has 20% off all courses this month for listeners of this podcast. So go to Performing Arts PD, add a course to your basket and use the coupon code BOTB20. My name is Sarah Marshall. Thanks for listening today. I hope you have a fantastic week bringing out their best.